Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, depending on where you are in the world and you're listening to this. Welcome to the Super Bowl 56 Soul Stories Weekend. This is where I take the two cities that are competing in the Super Bowl and have them competing against each other on the real estate stage. This is something I've been working on for quite some time. As both a football player in high school and a rugby player as well, uh, I actually made sure that I played rugby to keep in shape for football and I played football to stay in hitting shape for rugby. The reason behind that was when I started playing contact sports, um, I'll be honest with you, I had a lot of anxiety about the sport and it would always be the worst feeling in the world in my stomach before a game started. The minute that first hit, the minute that first contact happened, it was literally the biggest rush of any drug I could ever imagine. And it, it ended up uh, becoming sort of what got me through some very difficult teenage years. Um, and those sports and those activities, I, I owe them everything. So this is my version of going, you know, giving back to the sport uh, and sort of making it a little bit of an interesting companion. If you're listening to a podcast or if you're into listening to podcasts while you watch sports, um, this one might be an interesting one. So today's competition is the, I'm going to be comparing real estate in San Francisco versus Kansas City. Now keep in mind that comparing real estate in two cities like this involves contrasting to two very different markets. And we're comparing things like price, like demand, like lifestyle economic factors, a variety of things. So it's not going to be an easy thing to do as a podcast, but I think what it will do is sort of bring up some, uh, maybe some conversation, maybe some uh, discussion points. And even for those of you who disagree with something I say, which is absolutely 100% okay, when you're on the field, when you're playing any sport, whether it's football, rugby, basketball, tennis, curling, you name it. There's always going to be some disagreement. There's always going to be two, you know, two different forces pushing against each other. And literally that's what the podcast is designed to do. It's designed to stimulate discussion. It's designed to get you thinking. And for those of you who are in San Francisco or in Kansas City, whether you live there, whether you're a working realtor in those areas, uh, all of you are who I want to hear from because I want to make these podcasts um, interactive and collaborative. So what I'm going to try to start doing next year, this is the um, first official version of this, but what I'm trying to do next year is to invite professionals from those cities as guests for this very special podcast. Uh, so this year I wasn't able to do that, but I'm going to try to do it next year. So if you're listening and your city's in the Super Bowl, make sure you reach out. And I'm going to be probably doing the same for the Stanley Cup and for baseball and for um, 
for soccer, for a bunch of other things, and just sort of put a real estate spin on things and, and just see how it goes. So let's talk about a couple different factors and let's start off with the cost of living. So San Francisco consistently ranks among the most expensive cities globally. Uh, and one, one example of that is that the, um, uh, the quarterback for the um, for the Chiefs uh, is uh, Mahomes, and he owns quite a bit of real estate where he lives. Um, the quarterback for the 49ers, Purdy, uh, actually rents a property with another teammate. So there's actually a very uh, different, and of course, there are different stages in their careers, but the point is, it's not as easy if you're a player in San Francisco to uh, just go ahead and buy, you know, your first house there. It might not be feasible to do that even for them. So because of the high, go- the high costs of housing, groceries, transportation, and other essentials, uh, a lot of those players uh, in those areas and a lot of people in general do rent in San Francisco. In contrast, Kansas City offers a significantly lower cost of living, particularly in terms of housing. Um, From my research, I believe that, uh, again, Patrick Mahomes, I believe, owns a $600,000 home um, in that area. And of course, that being a you know, a high price in many U.S. cities, it would be considered pretty low price for, um, you know, for Toronto purposes. Uh, the next section we'll talk about, which of course has to do with real estate, is actual housing prices. So the real estate prices in San Francisco are among the highest in the U.S., with median home prices well over a million. In Kansas City, median home prices are substantially lower, typically below the national average. So you can expect to get more house for your money in Kansas City compared to San Francisco. As far as market trends go, San Francisco's real estate market is often characterized by high demand and limited inventory. This leads to intense competition among buyers and it drives prices up. Having had some California um, realtors on the podcast over the years, I've heard about this happening in those areas, uh, similar to how it's happening in some parts of uh, Toronto and Ontario as well. Kansas City's market tends to be a bit more stable with less extreme fluctuations in prices and inventory. Next is the economic factors. So San Francisco is a hub for technology and innovation with a robust economy fueled by big companies like Google, Facebook, and many other startups. This economic prosperity contributes to high demand for housing, but also drives up those housing costs. Kansas City has a more diverse economy with sectors including manufacturing, healthcare, finance, and technology, but generally lower wages and a more affordable housing market. And lastly, quality of life. San Francisco offers a vibrant urban lifestyle with cultural attractions, a lot of dining options, proximity to natural things like beaches and parks. But the high cost of living can be a little bit of pressure on those residents. Kansas City has a bit more of a relaxed pace of life with a strong sense of community, a lot of cultural amenities, and a generally lower stress environment. 
And again, these are reports that I've gathered from various sources. So uh, don't shoot the messenger. This is sort of me doing a quick sort of overview. So in summary, while San Francisco offers a dynamic but expensive real estate market with high demand and prices, Kansas City is the winner in this case because it provides a bit more affordable options with stable housing market and a lower cost of living. The choice between the two ultimately depends on your individual preferences, your own financial circumstances, and your lifestyle priorities. So if you're looking for information on any of these um, cities uh, or any properties across the US, across Canada, across Europe, across any, basically anywhere across the world, the good news about this podcast, having started it when I did, has actually opened up a world of incredible opportunities and connections so that all you have to do is remember to reach out to me and I'll make sure that you'll be in touch with the best of the best in those cities. And not just someone that you Google, but someone that I've actually either worked with or collaborated on something with. And that's really an important thing to me in terms of setting up accountability. And before I go, I want to make sure I leave you with my two featured listings right now in the Toronto area. One of them is this absolutely beautiful three bedroom, two bath home in the Scarborough area. It's very rare in the sense that it has a 100 foot frontage. It's a corner lot. It's an incredible condition and it has a ceiling height that goes from 10 feet all the way up to 15 feet, which is pretty much good enough for everybody that you could imagine out there, including any basketball player who might be interested in living in one of these amazing homes. And by the way, there have been some NBA players who've lived in uh, these Scarborough homes. And of course, uh, it goes without saying that there's a lot of famous names in the past that have lived in Scarborough as well. But this particular property is again, one of a kind. Uh, It's um, an incredible home that's available for under 1.3 million. So make sure you reach out to me and if you'd like, go ahead and search for it. It's under two, uh, the address is two Marcana, M-A-R-K-A-N-N-A drive. uh, And that's in the Scarborough village area of Toronto. And the other listing that I've got right now is a two bedroom detached home on the Danforth. This is a classic 1920s design with a lot of its original charm still built in. So this is one of those properties where you could actually move in and sort of customize to your needs, open up some walls, um, uh, open up the attic space and, 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 and make it an exposed uh, loft type property. There's a lot of potential for this property. Um, the owners haven't done much with the property over the years. So it really is not a property where you have to worry about undoing someone else's bad renovations. Uh, And in this case, a detached home in this area can generally run uh, anywhere from 1.3 to 1.5 million in some cases, depending on the size and condition. This particular property is under 1.2. 
So this gives you, again, a great opportunity to move in, do some work, make the house yours and still be uh, in a very good place in terms of the, uh, the you know, the, the money that you've put in. Uh, and this property is located at 140 Hanson Street. So this is in the Danforth and Coxwell area of Toronto. So once again, thank you for tuning into this special edition. Enjoy the game tonight. Make sure you are safe and that you're not drinking and driving. Uh, if you have to leave the car where it is and take an Uber or take a taxi home, make sure you get home safely. Uh, and, as, and as well, the rest of your life, I want it to be safe as well. You know, don't overeat too much tonight. I know it's tempting, uh, but try to keep that in check and make sure you go for a nice long walk, uh, either after a big meal or maybe in the morning and uh, help, uh, you know, burn off some of that food and digest a little bit might help your, uh, you know, might help your system and you'll feel a lot better. I, I know I do when I do that. So thanks again for tuning in. I really, really enjoyed making this episode. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to get your, um, uh, responses on Spotify or Apple. Uh, and I'd love to get your reviews on there as well. And let me know how I did. And I'd uh, look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again and enjoy the game.